0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 114 of the Half Gen Podcast. That's a big number. That's a big number and a lot of podcasts. And I am joined by my wonderful friend, Nat, today. Nat, welcome back, as hello, always. Hello,
1: the numbers are quite large indeed. I can confirm. Do
0: you they're, think you've been on mooch? Yeah, huge. huge? <laughs> you, you might say huge. <laughs> Do you think you've been on more or less than fifty percent of these podcasts?
1: Oh, way than le- way more than less wait. than fifty percent. Wait, wait, way of... wait uh, Do you- I don't think you realize what you just. No, said. I know. I said it intentionally <laughs> the, confusing, and then that's I that's the name of myself. the podcast. I mean, it's up
0: there, you know. That's that's the name of the podcast. Unless we find something exceptionally better, that's it way more than less man (laughs) all right so nat has been here way more than less than 50 percent if i was putting
1: uh percentage wise i'd say like 35 percent at the time i think you might be a little bit higher than that no there was a stretch where i was here like a lot but you guys were doing the podcast already before then and then there's like a stretch where I wasn't at all.
0: And then now I've been on like maybe two times out of the month. Right. All right. Well, well, we'll get you back up there. You've been, we apparently this time has been working better for everybody. For the most part, Ross cannot join us this evening mm-hmm. um, because of other circumstances going on in his life. Though luckily he is not sick this time. So mm-hmm. it is not an issue of his health. And we are grateful because I don't think that man has an immune system sometimes Mm -hmm. i wonder
1: you know what it is also you know what not dealing with ross but dealing with uh me being on i I hate being on when i haven't played anything and i've actually played stuff so you know oh shit
0: you played some games you know i played i I beat
1: a game today no yeah no Uh
0: uh-huh it's not beat a game all right tell me this game that you beat. Are we
1: jumping <laughs> right into it? Right off the road. Let's ju- let's it's, a it. it's a full release. It's a brand new game.
0: I need to know. Tell me about this game. Well, it's a re-release of a
1: game, but it's a new That's edition
0: okay. of Catherine. Catherine
1: Fullbody. I beat uh, the first route with OG Catherine. Uh, okay. Catherine with a K. Catherine, Catherine McBride.
0: Is that I- the blonde or the brunette?
1: Uh well she's also kind of blondish, but she's the one with the glasses, long story short. She's okay. the not devil. Okay. Yeah, I beat Got her it. route okay. completely yesterday. I was up to like three in the morning, just knocking it
0: out. Jesus.
1: I'm gonna probably you know, try and go on phrasing. the Rin route today.
0: Is that the that's the new Catherine, right?
1: That's the Catherine with the Q. Oh. And Rin for that's... short.
0: I feel like that's a stretch. No, I mean, it's not a stretch
1: just because. Like, do you plan on playing this game? No. Uh, Catherine with a Q is a boy.
0: Oh. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry for anybody who planned. Well, I said, do you plan on playing the game? I know, but I don't know if we expected that. Jesus. It's okay. not a
1: very well kept secret. Like okay, no, that's fine. Well
0: I, I just I um, wasn't expecting that. But then again, I haven't. Um,
1: the whole uh, thing
0: uh, with I haven't been the whole thing
1: with it. uh one of the characters is one of the characters in the game who people have said uh like was kind of made fun of in the first time around release. They kind of fleshed out her character, but she's trans. Is like one of their friends that they grew up with, and uh one of the characters like guys he like runs like a mechanic shop that fixes bikes and stuff and uh like he hired an employee that comes to drinks with them at the bar they hang out and he lost his virginity to her and they definitely make fun of him for it okay not make fun of him but like are just like are just very like yeah yeah like it's it's weird what you mean yeah because he's like, oh my god, I'm so in love with her. How, like, this, that, and the other. How can I, like, any woman relate so much? And it's just stuff like that. And he's and they're just like, do their best to not just say that person's business.
0: Yeah. But yeah. No, I get it. That makes sense. All right. So I, but, I know you enjoyed that game the first time. Because you played it way back when. Yes. Um, how do you feel about this? Is well, it a remaster or is it a remake? It's
1: a or remix. Kind
0: of a remix. Okay.
1: So everything from the original game is still there, but they added a bunch of uh animation by the studio, which it was just up on the screen. I can't remember, but yeah, they added a bunch of animation to flesh out characters' backgrounds and stuff, so now they have like flashbacks to like when the characters were in like high school and starting college and stuff. And they added this third character's route, and there's more interaction, so there's more cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, so there's a lot more stuff and they added so like every character has four routes now there's okay. like like for example Catherine has like a bad ending where and she there's a good ending and then there's the former true ending and the new true ending and then like evil Catherine Catherine with the sea has the bad ending with her the good ending former true ending and new true ending persona style and rin has three which is uh like end of the journey ending and then there's like a happy ending and then there's a bad ending with her and then there are two uh vincent endings where he ends up with no one a good and bad
0: okay all right i mean like it, it sounds like catherine was always one of those games that like looked cool, but never appealed to me in almost any way. Like, I mean, the story stuff looked cool, but Mm -hmm. the gameplay looked, like, just not something I was interested in. Oh, the gameplay is, like, my
1: favorite part of this game. This game is just very satisfying to play. And they... they, So, like, the reason it's a remix is because they added a new mechanic. Like, so there's, like... You could play, like, classic... uh,
0: Are you actively playing it right now? Yes.
1: Uh, You could play classic... (laughs) God like, classic mode, and then there's a remix where they add new block types and stuff that are, like, you know, just a little interesting. They're a little, little more spice to it.
0: Okay, did you so use any, So, as before, like... where
1: there were three. I think there's four difficulties now, and two variants of each difficulty.
0: Okay, have you used any of, like, the bonus characters or anything?
1: What do you mean? Uh,
0: like, the new... Like, I know Joker's in it now, things like I that. I haven't
1: seen him, but I only did... Uh, I I just played it in earnest the first time around, which I beat last night. And I just played answering stuff how I want and not how I think I would get a specific character's ending.
0: Got it. Okay. So you got your ending and now you're going to go through and get the ending.
1: And then, yeah, just go down the list of... So I want to see... Like, I kind of treaded the line. Because it's not like it's not like a dating sim where you go in and you actively talk to a character and get the ending. I initially, I thought I was aiming for Rin the first time around. Because I was like, okay, this is a new character. I pretty much know the other character's ending. I want to see what's up with this ending. But I didn't get her ending. I got... I just somehow ended back up on the normal OG Catherine route. And, yeah. But it's all based on, like your questions and your alignment and stuff and i guess i missed the trigger window to i missed a flag to end up on that route or something so you know
0: but yeah interesting yeah i mean it, it sounds like there's still plenty to do in that game even though you finished it which is good i mean mm-hmm. well there's nice like more stuff to do
1: there's an arcade game in the game called rapunzel which is like essentially the block timing mechanic but as like an arcade machine and they kind of redid it for this game and it's like yeah there's like i think like 200 levels just in that and they're all just like remixed versions of this it's really good they added i can't remember if this is in the old one or not but um at the end of the Catherine route there was one where you're essentially like escorting her to safety, and I didn't like that. That's the only part of the game I didn't like so far, but, you know, yeah. It's pretty okay. much it.
0: All right. No, I mean, it sounds good. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to give this a a look this time. Where did you end up picking it up? Is on it PS4, on... I got the... There's two special editions. I
1: got the cheaper of the two. I got the Heart's Desire Premium Edition that came with the plushie.
0: Okay. And then, um, is that game also on Switch?
1: It is not. It is only on Xbox One and PS4.
0: Okay. Did they release the original Catherine on Switch at I some point? I don't. I, I think know they, they put that on
1: PC. That this one is coming to Switch, or know, Catherine Classic some... is coming to Switch, but Catherine Classic is also on PC.
0: Yeah. But I know Catherine Catherine something was coming to Switch. I feel like.
1: So I don't know if that's Catherine Classic or just regular cat or like I don't know because they they did one where they just updated the graphics and put it
0: out right that and I know like that was year year on ago. PC I thought that came to switch let me see if I can find out real quick um is that what you got for Catler do you have any other games that you play or anything else you want I mean to I've, I've
1: technically played fire emblem but I wait you finally finished it no I didn't I didn't finish it I'm probably not gonna oh. finish that game I thought for you while. said
0: you completed
1: no I was playing fire emblem I loaded back because I was like I didn't save but I was like almost done with the month, and I didn't do those events, and I just kind of want to see what happens with those events. I was afraid they're going to end, so I just loaded back to like a save point I had that was like at the beginning of the month, so I could do some of those events.
0: Oh, like the paralog stuff, or
1: the one, the green, the green yeah. exclamation point events.
0: Yeah, the paralogs. I got you. Yeah, I just did a couple of those today. I'm, I'm like. A little less than halfway through my Golden Deer playthrough right now. hmm Yo, my characters, though... Like, because I bought the A um, professor level mm-hmm. at the start of the game. So, like, I have all the time in the world to do everything. Um, It's great. I I literally came in with, like... So, I had, like, the ten activities I could do every day. I could do the three battles. So, like, my characters... It's, like, chapter nine... And my characters are, like, in the mid to upper 20s for levels. And, like, I did the Battle of the Eagle and Lion, and they were all, like, 15 to 18. And I'm over here, like, 23 to 26 in level. It just wasn't even close. It was nice, you know? That's cool. It's, you know, and, and like, part of it is, like, oh, man, do I bump up the difficulty? And then it's, like, no, I really don't want to, because I kind of just want to see all the stories.
1: I get So That's that's my thing one to restart it is like i'm just gonna leave it on easy
0: like i'm, I'm playing easy, on normal, like normal still yeah yeah i'm still playing on normal i might like once i go through and i see all the endings and everything i might go back through and uh you know maybe do like another blue lion run on a higher difficulty because that's you know that's the house i chose you know what i mean Um mm-hmm. uh, golden deer house has a lot of charm too though i'm liking them a lot so, I'm hoping, by the time I get to the Empire, like, they also secretly are charming. Hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm up to, like, I mean, 80 that's what hours I'm doing. on my save file. I'm doing,
1: uh, whatever the fucking... The house is. Um, that... Golden Deer? The, no. Uh, whatever the red house is. I can't remember their
0: name right now. Oh, right, yeah, that's right. You're, you're the Empire. The Black Eagle. Black I don't Emperor. know why, but I keep thinking you picked Golden Deer. Because for some reason, I just think you... Would be a Golden Deer house person.
1: It's because I'm black?
0: No. No, I'm just joking. You threw me the alley. I couldn't not slam dunk it. No, I mean, it's just... No, it's, it's strictly a personality thing. I just think your personality fits right in line with Golden Deer. Uh, a little more laid back, a little more casual, a little more fun. They're like the house built for you. Like, if this was Harry Potter, you would be in Golden Deer. Mm-hmm. I might also I, be in Golden Deer.
1: I picked uh, the hawk, whatever the fuck these niggas is eagles, whatever. Yeah, I know. I picked the, them the Black because Eagle Black Eagle, because uh, they seem to have the most interesting story. Not because uh, I didn't pick based on character, like which I thought I would fit in the best. I just picked the one that looked like I had the most interesting story. Yeah, and I picked the one seemed... who had
0: the best, who I thought had the best characters at the time. That's mm-hmm. why I went Blue Lion first. Because, like, those characters seemed like, oh, I like these people a lot, you know?
1: Yeah, Blue Lion was, like, m- like kind of in the middle. Like, I like Golden Deer's char- well, I like The thing is, I like Golden Deer's, like, main character a lot. But I also... I actually like Black Eagles. Like, I don't like their, like, the head of that class. I don't like her very much. Like, Edelgard? she's just cool. Yeah, Edelgard's just cool. But, uh... The other two guys are really cool, but the characters in Black Eagle are like really cool. Like I fuck all right. with all the characters. Like the dumb dude who runs off with his fucking I mean, axe and stuff. Uh, the guy, girl who's yeah. a, the girl who's uh uh like like a neat. She just stays in her room and doesn't want to go out. The yeah, sleepy gay d- yeah. The sleepy gay dude is is cool. Um, oh, um Linhart. Yeah, and. Yeah, every I like everybody except for Edgard. People, except for Edgard and uh the her like right hand person. Yeah, Hubert. Those are the two people I don't like. I'm not fond of.
0: Yeah, but I like I like
1: Petra a lot. I like uh the chick who's constantly looking for somebody to take care of her. I like everybody. Oh, oh, Dorothea, Dorothea, and the dude and the other dude in my class who's like I can't remember his name, but he's cool. Casper. No uh casper i think is the dude who's always trying to fight X. yeah yeah the orange haired dude but not the one who's always oh. trying to pick up chicks
0: oh uh wait yeah no um ferdinand or something
1: yeah that dude
0: yeah yeah he's pretty cool I, I don't know he's he's a dick when you give him items that he doesn't like he's like why how could you possibly think that belongs to me and it's like, dude, I don't know. I'm just asking you a question. Okay. I hope I don't find anything you lost because oh, you're not no, getting it no, back.
1: There's no penalties, so, like, I just give everybody just everything.
0: spam the list, I know. Yeah. Actually, yeah. no, I,
1: I, I just pulled up a list just because whenever I'm playing, I just want to get niggas their shit so I don't have to worry about it. So instead of just running around, I just pull up. I have a list saved on my phone of whose items is what, and I just give them out. Yeah, because
0: I, I kind of got a good idea at this point for a lot of stuff that I'm like, OK, this is probably this character. Oh, this yeah, is no, this character. for
1: sure. I could figure out most of them off the rip. I just I just do the quick glance at any that look like a little weird. Like there was like a sewing kit once. I was like, who's the fuck is this Mercedes? So, you know, I also like the really sad chick that's not in my house. I don't know how she's in. She has oh, like, Marianne. blue hair. Yeah, I like her a lot.
0: Yep, she's in my house right now. Yeah, she's interesting. She has a lot of interesting, like, support conversations. Mm. You know, they kind of... I'll I'll be interested to see how she turns out in, like, after the time skip. You need to get to the time skip, because that's where the game gets crazy. I've heard. But, um... Yeah, I've been playing Fire Emblem. Uh, I put some more time into a medieval. That game is hard. Um, I did a little bit of the community event in Destiny 2, um... So that's a cool thing that's going on. We've already accomplished a bunch of the objectives. So we'll probably finish the whole thing. So that's really cool. But um, my biggest achievement in the last week... uh, Well, I guess two of them. I managed to play Madden 20 without Rage Quitting. um, Because I decided to try it again. Because football season is upon us. And I have a weakness. And anytime football is around, I want to play a football game... And so, here I am playing Madden again. Um, I played a couple games. It was fine. Like, I had an okay time. It's weird because, like, I used to be okay at the I was getting better at the passing game, and it was the running game that was non-existent. And now, I'm running the ball really well, but I'm not throwing it well. So, a weird, like, kind of flip of the script there. But, um... I don't know if it's just how they're running defenses now, or whatever the hell, or maybe I'm just whatever. Um, the thing I always have the most fun with is like, I went on last night and I made a franchise where I was the owner with the dolphins. And like, I just look for like, who's the worst team in the game. Okay. It's Miami. I'm going to build them up to a super bowl championship team, but I don't play the games. I simulate all the games. So I just watch the simulation. I see the scoreboard and stuff, and I look at the stats. So like, and I do all the scouting and stuff. So at the end of the season, I want to draft like rookies. I want to build up my team through the draft. So the problem is I don't have a lot of chips worth trading away to get more picks. Um, I think I kind of cheated because I imported a draft class. And the problem is, is people make draft classes and they try and make them realistic, and then mm. Madden thinks everybody, including the undrafted players, are first round talent. So I'm going to pull in a whole draft of people that's I feel like they're all going to be like 80 plus ratings. So that's going to be weird. But um like I'm looking forward to that seeing what happens and uh you know building that franchise up. I like to see like how long it takes me to get to a championship team. Ross and I used to do that all the time. It was a ton of fun. We used to do it um a couple years ago on Madden where we would just like sit there and we'd spend a whole day just like we did it with the Jaguars. And, dude, one of the best moments was when we made it to the Super Bowl with our rookie quarterback that we just drafted. And he was like an MVP candidate. The kid was electric. And we made it all the way to the Super Bowl and lost. And then we never quite rebounded. Like, we hit that Super Bowl slump after that. And it just, like, man, it took the wind out of our sails. It It was rough. It was like our third season. We finally made it to the Super Bowl. Oh man, it's 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 really fun when you do it. I think that's a really fun way. Like it's basically playing Madden like a like a football manager. You know, mm-hmm. it's re- it's a really fun way to play that game. And I wish they would. I wish they would make stuff like that. Like they they've they've made that mode to play that way, they've made it a lot better, because now, like, you can simulate a game, and you can watch it from, like, uh, like, a, uh, what's it called, um, like, a, a spectator angle, like, you're watching it on TV, you could watch a whole game of football in Madden if you wanted to, just with no commercials, and you could just watch your team play if you want, but that takes a lot of time, so, because I use the full 15-minute quarters, because I want realistic stats, and I'm not going to sit there for an hour and watch a game of fake football. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I like doing that. I got to be careful about my rosters. Cause Madden gets real screwy sometimes with how it gets rid of players. But, um, I'm having fun. We'll see where we'll see how it goes. I named my owner after TJ because he's a Dolphins fan. I don't know how, but then again, I'm a Rams fan and I don't, I don't have a really good excuse for that. Hey, man, you're
1: in that area of no teams.
0: What? We've got the Giants, the Jets, the Patriots. I
1: mean, do you? Those are like teams, but they're not like your team. Like It's different if they were like in your state. You know what I mean?
0: I get what you mean. The Islanders almost came to Connecticut. That could have been a real team. Oh, God. Um... But yeah, otherwise, uh, I finished Control.
1: What, I played all should,
0: the way through that.
1: That should be coming in the mail sometime next week.
0: Oh, you picked it up? Yeah. I just told you, that game I, is I ordered it. real good.
1: I ordered I, it, but they were out of stock because they were on sale, so I yeah. got to ch- check on when that's coming to the mail. But I'm in no rush because I have Catherine right now.
0: Yeah. Yo, that game, man, that is without a doubt Remedy's best game. Hands down. Like so it, it should that,
1: arrive at like September 10th, which I'm not mad at.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that is a damn good game, and I recommend that to anybody. Like Control, I still want to play the
1: Xbox exclusive game.
0: It's much better than that. That's to that. That game That game is okay, but Control is Control takes a lot of the ideas from that game and just does the right things with them. Like Quantum Break. The problem with that game is it had a lot of ideas and they just didn't fully realize any of them. Control feels like the fully realized version of what that could have been. Word? Like Control they just nail it. Like the like uh, my biggest gripes are really like some of the some of the boss fights are kind of lame. Um some of like the the areas where it's like they they're very stuck on the rule of 3 and then they're just like okay, do this thing, now do it 3 more times, you know? or two more times or three more times or and it, some of the some of the fights overstay their welcome just a little bit but like the game is so fun to play that I'm not annoyed at the fact that I'm playing it it's just like okay if you make me do this one more time now I'm going to get mad and then they stop or like if you die it's like the checkpoints are a problem too but like really it's just like a handful a handful of gameplay segments like 3 or 4 that were like eh, and then the checkpoints associated with those were kind of eh, but um, otherwise the game is great. It's paced really well. Like you're always moving forward. Uh, like I compare it, it. It's it's a faster Dead Space. That's really what it is. Cause it's got that. It's got that atmosphere to it. It's got that satisfying gameplay loop. Like, and, and, and there's so much crazy shit. I went back for Philip. By the way. I'm anyway. not going to tell you what happened. No, I watched uh... it. Wait, you were there?
1: Yeah. No, I watched it on stream because I had to open it. I just watched what happened later. Oh,
0: you saw what happened to Philip?
1: Well, I didn't see what happened to him. I just seen that the Fridge murdered that man. But oh, dude, that Spoilers!
0: Didn't spoilers!
1: Nah, nobody knows what <laughs> who the Fridge or the Philip is, man.
0: His name is there. They're going to see Philip next to the fridge. And they're going to be like, oh, Well, shit. they should
1: have been watching the stream anyway. If they was watching the stream, then it wouldn't have been spoiled.
0: <laughs> You're right. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, Control is excellent. Excellent. That's easily one of the best games of the year so far. And will probably end up being very high on my list at the end of the year. Just, it's it's so good.
1: I don't know if it's gonna be my favorite though, just cause uh, the why am I drawing a blank on the second Alan Wake game? That I love that game, like American lot, Nightmare. American Nightmare. There we go.
0: What if I told you there's a lot of Alan Wake references in Control?
1: I mean, I was the one who told you that Thermos is that Thermos was. Uh, I know, but Alan.
0: like, there's way more than that.
1: I mean, I assume so. They're supposed to be in the same universe.
0: Allegedly, yeah. But, like, like, I just think about, like, like
1: the thermos is Alan Wake's.
0: um, Yo, I just think of, like, if you like Alan Wake... My interpretation
1: of the story of what they were saying is, like, all the stuff that was happening at Alan Wake, wow, he thought it was, like, a dream. It was like, nah, this was just the beginning of all the stuff that's
0: happening in Control. Okay, so it was just an altered world event. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's kinda what I was thinking when I was playing through. I was like, oh my god, Alan Wake was just a thing that these people did in this game. This was mm. a bureau Alan Wake was a bureau job. Which is like really cool to think about. Um I guess spoilers for control, watch out, guys. <laughs> um
1: what right, man, what's the Twitch start. family saying, man. What's everybody saying in the chat, man? Everybody Yo. they're
0: saying hello. <laughs> So Yo, God Guy troll. Says,
1: Hello. <laughs> Bless your heart.
0: I said that when I was sneezing before. Guys, just a reminder, if you're listening, we do record these live every Thursday. Excuse me, every Thursday around six thirty, seven o'clock. Um every Thursday we, we come out here, we record this live. So uh, I want to say, come here. out here.
1: We go inside and we <laughs> sit down <laughs> where we tend to be at.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so we do record. You can come in, ask questions, make comments, awesome stuff like that. Um, speaking of hey, awesome God, stuff. We were
1: talking shit, man.
0: He was, was talking shit. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yo, so there was a Nintendo Direct yesterday. And Nintendo got busy. Weird. Yep. So we're gonna go over kind of everything they talked about because it was a really it was a really good direct, probably the best one they've had so far this year. Um, was it
1: very direct?
0: Yes. Uh, so we're getting SNES games on Nintendo Switch Online at no additional cost. So they are adding 20, I believe it was. Yes, 20 NES games. They are available right now. Um, That list includes Brawl Brothers, Demon's Crest, Joe and Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Star Fox, uh, Super EDF Earth Defense Force, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Tennis, Breath the Fire, F Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Pilot Wings, Stunt Racer F, or Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, which I'm actually very excited to play. Um, Super Soccer and The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. So those are available right now to anybody with a Nintendo Online subscription. Um from So this isn't in chronological order. This is a list put together by Chris Kohler, at Kotaku. uh, Credit where credit is due. um, Because he gets paid to do this and give him the respect he deserves. Um, They announced Terry uh, from Fatal Fury will be coming to Smash. Mm -hmm. Terry uh, Terry Bogard. Uh, They also announced... They showed off an extended gameplay look at Banjo and Kazooie. And they announced that there's going to be another set of dlc characters so they have one more to announce for this pack he's coming in november i believe banjo kazooie's coming soon and then they're going to do additional dlc characters they are already working on them so if your fan favorite doesn't get announced as part of this first run it's not too late it might come in the second
1: i'm telling you Um, man they're gonna add they're gonna add master chief and nathan drake
0: yo doom guy I don't think they'll get Nathan Drake, but I think I want Doom Guy. Like, just imagine like the Doom Guy joins the battle thing, and it's just like the heavy metal Doom soundtrack in the background. It's just like a cha- a new challenger has appeared, and then like you just hear the Doom soundtrack building up, and it's just him chainsawing like behind Mario with a chainsaw.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think they can do that. But I
0: no, like- they're not gonna chainsaw mario but they're gonna show it and they're gonna be like doom guy has come to rip and tear (laughs) and just show off a bunch bunch of shit in armor just like kicking shit (laughs) (laughs) oh man um god who who else who else could they add the most requested character was ridley ridley's in the game or no ridley or ripley it's ridley right I, I always uh, mix it up I think it's it's Ridley it's Ridley it is Ridley I was correct um Goku was a highly requested character they could maybe add someone from arms but they probably would have done that already
1: I'm arms thinking is these underrated. are all licen-
0: I'm thinking these are all licensed characters so maybe Ori or one of the guys from cuphead or both guys from cuphead Cuphead and Mugman—they would just be alternate characters of each other. That'd be cool. Like Ori from Ori and the Blind Forest, um, Master Chief. The, like, dude, if they announce Master Chief, I'm buying. I'm buying Smash again. I don't even want that game, but if they announce Master Chief, I have to. I'm obligated. Um, what, like, what are other good characters? Do you pull oh, I'd, someone I'd from just, Overwatch? Because Overwatch is now coming to Switch. Do you I pull... just want to see
1: them have... Like... I just want to see how weird they get with it. Because I don't even play Smash like that. But I just want to see them keep getting weird with it. Like, they're going to add, like, Steve from
0: Minecraft or some shit. That could be cool. I think that would be a cool addition. He can build stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Yo, the the biggest news of the whole damn Direct, the one that made me go like, <gasps> uh, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE is being re-released on the Switch, mm-hmm. which is the Shin Megami Tensei Fire Emblem crossover game. from I thought, the that, I thought they had leaked already, though, that they were doing that. There was nothing ever confirmed, and they just confirmed it for January 17th, and I can't wait to play that game mm-hmm. again. I played the shit out of that game. Back in the day. They're adding a couple new playable characters. They're adding a new song that wasn't in the original game. And honestly, it's just a great game. And with all the Fire Emblem hype right now, why wouldn't you put it out, you know? With all the hype around Persona, around uh, Fire Emblem, this is like a game that kind of blends those ideas. And I know Persona is not Shin Megami Tensei, but it's a spin-off. But you know what I mean. They they come together in a way that's like satisfying. I was going to say I mean Pres- uh, technically Persona is mean, I, mean, I know but right. like it's a spin off it's its own thing now but you know you knew what I meant you got it uh, but yeah I'm super excited to play that game again cuz that yeah, was man. a real good game
1: only thing I cared about was the fire the Animal Crossing trailer
0: Yeah Animal Crossing um they, they, got a, they got they got an extended how... look at that and I man I I don't think I'll ever play Animal Crossing because I Coast looked at great. that, and I was like, mm, no, not not so much.
1: Nah, man. They just was telling you how much you're getting robbed by Tom Nook.
0: I guess. Because he's the mayor. I guess. It's Tom Nook Incorporated. Mayor, like, Did you Do you want the Nook phone? I mean, gave, they give it gave so everybody you. Don't have a, a choice. <laughs> no, do you want a, a real Nook phone? <laughs> Would you sign I'm up for good. the Nook plan? No, nah, I'm good. Is that like a Barnes & Noble deal, or?
1: <laughs> well, God troll! I'm happy your computer survived the heart attack, man.
0: <laughs> it's probably just the internet, not the not the computer. Um, Deadly Premonition is getting a sequel. Deadly Premonition Two: A Blessing in Disguise is coming in 2020, and the original game is launching on Switch. It's already out. Deadly Premonition Origins, the the cult classic, what the fuck game, is now on your Switch. Um, joining it will also be the Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection, which is going to come out, uh, December 6th, and it contains ports of Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue, because it's never too late to port Assassin's Creed. Neither there it is.
1: That ship has sailed, all pun intended. Ah!
0: Uh, apparently not, because they're still bringing it back. Um, I mean, I get it, because those those were the last games released on Xbox 360 and PS3. So if you're going to port it, that's probably the easiest one. No oh, man, if it's not 1
1: 2 or th- 3, like nobody cares. So oh, not even 3. If it's not 1 2 uh Revelations and the other one, Brotherhood, nobody cares.
0: I just got a subscriber. Thank you so much, Sprawl. I just got a new subscriber because Deadly Premonition's getting a sequel. <laughs> that's worth. <laughs> Make as many sequels of that as you want. (laughs) I'll talk to Sweary. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, which Ross is super excited about, um, because he loves that game. Uh, and it looks like it's Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. This game last came out on the Wii, and then the 3DS, the, the new 3DS. Um... And it, you know, they made Xenoblade. Uh, they made uh, uh, God. What is it? Xenoblade Chronicles X, and then Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Neither of which, from our resident Xenoblade expert Ross, uh, neither of which lived up to the hype of the original. And this one looks like a really like thorough, closer to a remake than a remaster. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm very happy for him there. Uh, we mentioned not it. Not gonna a sec- lie,
1: I'm like the one person who's lukewarm on that game and everybody told me I would love the the not uh the one you're talking about, but the one that came out of Switch. I was saying ah. Chronicles two.
0: Yeah, I got it and then I just never had any motivation to play it. Maybe I'll play it at some point. I
1: was I hated the voices and and I just kept getting one hit. I always heard, heard that one
0: monsters. was the best one. And so maybe I'll try that and I'll go from there. Maybe that'll mm-hmm. get me into it. Um, we, we talked about it a couple of minutes ago, uh, Overwatch is coming to Switch, there was a cold open with a trailer for Overwatch, um, they're gonna support gyro controls and things like that, so that's pretty cool, um, that's great, Overwatch should be enjoyed by as many people as possible, because that's a great game, and Blizzard deserves to have success for that game, as long as they continue to keep it a good game. Um, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition is available right now on Switch, but here's the best part it supports cross save between steam and switch. So if you own well, the game on PC that. and want to play it on the go, you can just put it on your put your save, like sync your save with your switch, play the game, resync, go home, play it on PC. That's ideal. That's a that's a dream scenario right there. Yeah, looks They like did I the same I'm thing with Civilization, season. I believe, with Civ 6. mm Mhm. And uh, hopefully, if they release the expansions for that on Switch and it's good, like I might actually finally pick that up if they get it like to, to parody. Um, but yeah, that's that's really cool. And I, if, if that's on sale at some point, I might actually pick that up on Switch because I really want to play through that game at some point. I want to play it in co-op, though. Those games
1: are so fucking expensive. They're so,
0: yeah, they're so good, though. Um, game Freak's new game, Town, is now called Little Town Hero. Um, and, it's, it's got music composed by Undertale creator Toby Fox, which is exciting. That's cool. Um, coming October 16th, uh, it's, it's a JRPG, um, but apparently instead of, like, combat, you're using, like, ideas, it's, it's instead of weapons, you're using ideas or something. It's some weird thing. It looks cool. You know, I like that Game Freak is kind of getting out of their Pokemon shell and starting to make other games. That um, sounds like
1: they played Undertale and was like, oh, we could do something cool with this. Let's get the guy who made Undertale to do music and then make a game.
0: I mean, why not? Um, no,
1: why? I'm, I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking him. It's just...
0: God, what's his name? What's the CEO of Bethesda?
1: <laughs> mm, I don't know. That's a one person, pal.
0: Hold on, uh, it's Pete Hines. Before it comes up, I think it's Pete Hines. Um, Pete Hines made a uh, special appearance, uh, talking about really re-releasing Doom sixty four on the Switch.
1: That's like a CEO, title, or is it part of?
0: Pitchford. No, not Randy Pitchford. Um, yeah, As no. A it's... Title is
1: that going to be on the online thing?
0: No, it's no, it's it's a remake. Okay. Like they're they they've modernized like the, they've gone through and it's a it's a remaster effectively. Um, so mm-hmm. Doom sixty four is coming for the first time since sixty <laughs> four. Um, that's coming November twenty second, which is right around the same time that um, Doom Eternal is coming out. Speaking of that, I got something in the mail today, and mm-hmm. I was confused as shit because I got an envelope from Bethesda. Yeah. With Doom and the 25th anniversary thing on it. I was like, what the hell? And I open it up, and it's just like this Doom themed envelope. Hold on, I have it here.
1: I was going to say, you got to open it on stream, player.
0: Well, I already opened it, but th- this isn't going to play on the audio Act podcast. Like you didn't. But, all right, hold on, hold on. Let's, um, hold on, guys, one sec.
1: Now you just got to describe it very, very earnestly for the audio
0: listener. So, like, it Chris came is up. opening this envelope I- I that was this marked up. with I 25. See? Yeah, okay, I don't think anybody can see what that says. I'm going to cover it up anyway. Um, So it's this envelope that has the Doom guy and a 25 Mm -hmm. on it, because it's the 25th anniversary of Doom. So I ripped it open. The space gapped
1: by enemies.
0: Yes. And it's from Bethesda (sighs) Softworks LLC. And I was like, why the hell is Bethesda sending me mail? And inside is this...
1: What if it just said, we heard you talking shit, you little fuck? Like, what would you yeah, say
0: if that's all it said? I'd send him another letter and just be like, fuck you. <laughs> and
1: it was just like a quote. And yeah. it was just like in quotations, you talking bad about uh, what you call it last week. I didn't say anything bad about Doom. Not Doom. Uh,
0: What, Fallout 76?
1: Not Fallout. Uh, why am I drawing to blank? I don't know. I can't remember.
0: I don't know what i was Nazi talking Nazi game. To oh wolfenstein yeah make a better game
1: sheesh but i'm saying what if it was like they baited you with the doom and you opened it and it was like we heard you talking shit you little shit and like in quotations your quote about what you were saying good because it's
0: true it's the truth and it's, it was the, just it's like, the truth I'm not uh, in parentheses
1: down. under it we know where you live <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> they do know where I live, though, because they sent me this. Uh, I mean, that's the
1: point. That's why it would
0: be funny. And so here's where I realized there's a little Doom guy in the corner here. You guys can see it. There's, like, a the, the Doom guy. He's, like, it's like the Halo 3 announcement trailer. He's looking over the thing, and mm. there's a bunch of, like, enemy, you know, demons down there. But this little thing right here, this little Doom guy helmet, that's the Slayers Club, which I joined because I wanted to get a skin for my characters in Wolfenstein Youngblood, which I never got by the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Never got that skin in that game. But I joined the Slayers Club, and this is just proof that Doom is the one thing they that they're getting right right now. Because I open it up, and it's Doom Eternal, and I open it up, and it's just, they sent me an art print. Of, like, some mm. demon fortress. And it's nice, it's on, like, a cardboard like it's like it's a good cardstock yeah, it's like a it.
1: blue yeah, fortress with you like hear that? yeah
0: that's the sound of quality with um
1: some like orange lights and it's stuff. got the silvery cool.
0: doom slayer logo on there like it, it, they just sent this to me and i'm like oh cool that's They didn't have to do anything. This is just a website, and I logged in with my Bethesda account, and it was just like, okay, you can have this skin. They never even gave me the skin, but they gave me this really cool art print thing, and I'm like, Pokemon
1: does that now. Like, they send, like, if you sign up... They have something where you get like postcards for playing this, like, roulette game they have.
0: Yeah, I I just think this is really cool, and, like, Bethesda should do more of this, because this probably didn't cost them a lot of money. It probably cost them a couple cents in postage, and, like, maybe this probably cost them a dollar. Maybe $2 to do all this. But, like, now I'm like, holy shit, you know, I really want to buy Doom Eternal now because they did this really cool thing. I don't know if that means I'm just easy or, like, you know, but, like, when developers, I mean, do, cool, when developers do cool shit, you should reward the developers for doing cool shit. Like, I never asked anybody to do that. And they sent it, and it was really nice, and it, it looks like something thoughtful, you know? It doesn't look like something like, oh, we just sent you this flimsy thing. It's like, that's nice. I respect it. Way to go, Bethesda. You did something right this You year. gotta
1: get that Fallout 76 <laughs> Special Edition uh, favor back. Remember those canvas bags that ended up not being canvas? That's why I didn't buy that game. Um... <gasps> They had one I was in Best Buy like on Monday and they had one of the 7 Fallout 76 special editions and they're just sitting on the shelf still
0: <laughs> with the not canvas canvas bag.
1: It was like a fucking huge box too. Yeah, cuz like, it's huge. got
0: doesn't it have like the helmet in there too?
1: I don't know what it has, but I walked right past it and yeah. didn't look twice.
0: Um, all right, let's get back to the direct Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast is coming out on Switch for September 24th. Uh, Kirby, Super Kirby Clash is a free-to-play Kirby game for four players with over 100 different quests. And uh, it's, you fight enemies as a team of four, locally or online, and that's available right now. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 has a Scream Park mode, which will pit two to eight players against each other in arena-style ghost battles. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield got a section where they have like a camp where you can play with your Pokemon. Um and a, there's apparently a curry rice mode where you can customize curry dishes and eat them with your Pokemon of and save them in your curry decks. There
1: was Puffins before. You gotta you gotta have the cookies, They also man. showed
0: a new Pokemon, and they're highly encouraging you to drink its tea because it is a teapot, and they said, hey, you should drink the tea.
1: I thought she was gonna say milk at first, and I was like, that's on No, oh,
0: They were like, you should drink this Pokemon's tea, and I'm like, ah maybe not we <laughs> um the we talked about setting animal it crossing. up for when
1: they bring the teapot set to the pokemon store in japan
0: one thing we didn't touch on animal crossing new horizons has up to eight player co-op yeah you gotta go fishing with that's the squad crazy that's a lot i feel like um trials of mana uh the the remake is coming april 24th 2020 um, Return of the Obra Dinn, which is a game that I kind of regret not playing last year um, from the creators of Papers, Please, is coming to Switch this fall. Uh, Rogue Company up, is a new team-based shooter which... from High Res Studios. That's coming to Switch in 2020. Tetris... Games are more
1: expensive on Switch, but the convenience. I'll pay for the convenience.
0: Yeah. Tetris 99 is getting a new mode called Invictus, which requires you to have one a round of Tetris 99 to even play it.
1: they're also adding I love that um, game but I always get fucked in second place I have like maybe a hundred second place slots in that game
0: there's also a two player versus CPU mode that will be paid DLC Um, and a packaged version of the game is coming September 6th which apparently will also include one year of Nintendo Switch Online um, I have not had a chance to play this yet, but there is another Damon X. Machina demo out today, and apparently your progress will carry over. And it also includes. Oh, wait, a what? what game? Damon X. Machina, the mech game.
1: I don't even know what
0: that is. It's cool. It had performance issues. I hope they cleaned it up. Um, but you can play the demo. Your progress will carry over to the full game, and it has four player local co op, and they confirmed that the game will have four player online co op at launch. So yeah, that's um That's a lot. That was a good direct I'm it was just, at like, forty from minutes this dude. game. But yeah, uh, Damien cool. X and uh is a cool looking game and I want it to be good. I really want it to be good. Um Bioware released a blog post today, actually. Um mm. Today as of this recording uh, where they talk a little bit about some of the games they're working on right now, like Anthem and Star Wars the Old Republic, and they also talk about the future of the studio um so they're talking about how they have a big team working on Anthem both in Austin and Edmonton uh and that they still very much believe in anthem, and they're thanking everybody for their patience and support um Star Wars the old Republic uh has a new onslaught thing coming out this fall when it comes
1: to anthem, the problem is. Anthem. Nobody doubts Anthem nobody doubts that they believe in the game. The problem is nobody believes in the game at this point.
0: Nobody else believes in the game.
1: That's what I'm saying. Nobody else believes. it. But like
0: somebody has to and that's BioWare. It's their it's their baby, you know. Nobody else cares about your baby. It don't
1: it don't look like it's their baby.
0: It's adopted.
1: <laughs> it don't even look like it's adopted. It just looks like hey, they just threw that nigga out there. They was like was fend for yourself. <laughs> Venture yourself, he was abandoned.
0: Your brother just killed all these people, he's adopted. <laughs> um but here's the biggest news that I took away from this. They have several other big projects in the works, um and they did once again confirm they said they're mostly super secret, but and I quote I can confirm that indeed the dread wolf rises, and boy do I hope that game doesn't suck. Because it I really good. want the new Dragon it's the new Dragon Age. Mm. And I really need that game to not suck.
1: This Dragon Age good. is a
0: real good game. I loved Inquisition. You
1: know the problem is Inquisition came out so close to Witcher, like like when I was playing him.
0: Inquisition's so good. It's to this day one of the most popular games I ever played on my stream. It is <laughs> I think it is the most like popular game I ever played on my stream. Um you know what the
1: thing is with Inquisition also? It doesn't take itself too seriously.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's a freaking tremendous just a game. It's a weird,
1: quirky game. Like, it's like... just
0: a, such a good game. Um, but here, so there was that, so they are obviously still working on Dragon Age, but the biggest of the big takeaways is they just got moved into a new studio. So, after 15 years, after almost 15 years in their previous Edmonton location, they now have a brand new state-of-the-art facility in the ICE district downtown. Or the Ice District. I don't know how you'd say that. Um, but yeah, like... EA just Where put it. Where are they them- based out of? Edmonton, Canada. Mm. But yeah, they just got moved to a brand new... State-of-the-art facility. So... That doesn't strike me as... A studio that's going to be shut down... In the next 12 months. So EA obviously... I don't know if this is a show of good faith from EA. Like, hey, you know what? We need the good publicity. Let's give them what they want. Or if this is something where they're genuinely like, hey, you know what? We really believe in this team and we're just going to do what's right for them this time. I don't know if this is them just like finally doing right. But it's a nice looking facility.
1: I would just assume the kind of fumblings with development isn't the studios at EA. Fumbling is more so... More deeper problems aside from that, just because it seems every studio EA is having issues.
0: EA is having issues as a whole, and I wonder if this yeah. is EA just being like, "Look, let's let you know we're going to shift locations." Maybe, maybe this is the beginning of a culture shift for EA, where they're just like, I "You know so. what? Let's that
1: new Need for Speed looks actually kind of new Need for right Speed
0: here. does look kind of good actually. <laughs> Need for Speed Heat looks pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it looks, I really it looks heart- like like it looks like they took. The two most popular games that they like, which is Most Wanted and Underground, and then was like, what's the popular racing game right now? Scene Horizon is like, how can we make this our own? And that's what they did.
0: Like, honestly, uh, the last time they took a big break in Need for Speed, we got Hot mm-hmm. Pursuit from Criterion, which is yeah. probably my favorite Need for Speed game ever. Um, And then they kind of just kept iterating on that too long, and now they took an extended break again and they have the the failings of payback like they literally said in the announcement trailer for that game like the the the, the card mechanics for payback are gone <laughs> <laughs> like they're calling out their own shit like that's bullshit we yeah, don't believe in that payback, anymore payback they try
1: to implement essentially the Loop FIFA, boxes. like yeah like
0: ultimate car
1: <laughs> <laughs> sapphire BMW M3
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
0: god be like those guys oh, in that man. 2K20 trailer, just rolling the slots, just be like, Yeah, because everything works for them, the two popular YouTubers, nothing goes wrong. Um, amazing. Um, but yeah, I've like, listen, I don't need to live in a world where EA sucks. One, we already do, but two, like, EA has enough talented developers and enough, like, amazing IP that they need to be successful. Because like, it's not like, the world is better with Mass Effect. The world is better with Dragon Age. The you know world what it is, is a better lot of stuff with for Speed EA, when they're a good. Stuff,
1: a lot of stuff at EA seems like they try to start doing something interesting, cool, and new, and then somebody's there is just like, nah, you got to reel it back in. That's too like, that's too much. You know? What I don't I mean? think it's, it's even that. It's like out. it's
0: like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I understand. Nat, you're gonna be the developer, and I'm gonna be the CEO of EA. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So present your game. Yo,
1: man. So so my game, okay. my game right here, mm-hmm. Need for Speed. Okay. And you can customize your cars the way you want. Okay. And you can do cool races.
0: All right. So let me ask you a question. How are we going to monetize this in the long term?
1: Uh, we won't. We'll sell it for $60 and have good faith in the customer base.
0: Okay, I'm going to need you to What's your name again?
1: <laughs> Sebastian.
0: Sebastian. Okay, Sebastian. Um are you one of the project leads or <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. um so unfortunately, Sebastian, uh you know, we're going to have to do a little restructuring around here and um you know, so there's going to be some changes at the top. We're going to bring in some people. Uh, I got a guy over on FIFA Ultimate Team that I want to bring in. And um, he's going to help you guys, uh, you know, figure out how to get a a good long tail on this, okay? Because uh, the $60 boxed product, that's not where the money's at anymore, my friend.
1: Oh, man, fuck this. I'm going to go work. I'm going to go work on Forza.
0: All right, have fun with that. <laughs> New guy comes in. All right, guys, here's what we're going to do. Need for speed heat. You know what's you know what's hot right now? Loot boxes. <laughs> Everyone is talking about them and we need them in our game. It's free advertising. But the problem is loot
1: boxes <laughs> ain't even the problem. If they're cosmetic, it's not even a problem. I know. But why are you putting core game mechanics in a loot box?
0: It's, it's money. Need for Speed's been doing it for like a decade now. You know, it's like, hey, you can wait and unlock this car or you can give us $3 and we'll give you the car right now. I mean,
1: if it's unlockable, I don't care. I don't actually care about that. Unlocking all the cars, like paying to speed up time essentially. I did that one time. I bought a car to
0: unlock it early.
1: I don't care about that. But what I do care about is like, Oh, look, $3, you could get this cam for your car or something. Or it's like $3 and you get this Sapphire messy or something.
0: No, like, no, the people, problem like, is... And it's like for $3, you have a chance to get this. Or
1: no, you I don't could get mind. a bunch
0: of junk. I don't even mind the chance. No, it's I not just okay. Think,
1: no, so like... I don't... Like what I'm trying to say is... The chance isn't the part that bothers me. It's... Hey, why are... Any of this, like, behind a paywall.
0: No, the, you get what yeah. I'm saying? The, the problem is, it's again, you're right. It's not so much the chance, but it's when that's the only way to do it. That's exactly. when it's a problem. When it's exactly. like, hey, you know, you have a chance to get this car. You're really like, we got this special BMW pack with this exclusive car. But the only way to get it is in this loot box with a bunch of other junk.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: And all anybody wants is this one car, and they'd gladly pay three to five dollars for that car but then why do that when you could buy 50 dollars worth of loot boxes and still not get it
1: uh there's this dude they have that works at need for speed at where he works for uh whatever the studio is that develops need for speed ghost games yeah and his designs for need for speed have become so popular that he's doing like body kits for actual car companies now and stuff and it's like branching out but the thing is there's so many cosmetic stuff. If you make the cosmetic stuff non-functional in the game and just make it all engine-based and stuff, you could just make the cosmetic stuff be in these loot packs. Like, you could put, like, some of his crazy out-there designs in like, a, in, like, a a loot box, some, like, Rocket Bunny kits or just cos cosmetic stuff. Like, if you're going to sell, tell me this gold flake paint that shimmers green in the light or something is only in this loot box, I don't even care about that. My thing is, when it's, like this car is only available in this box. it's like why why if if that's the core mechanic of the game like you, like it's like madden being like oh you can't play you, you can't play with the rams they're only in this loop out. Yeah. like you well, know well no
0: what I and, mean? and that's the one thing that like you know even in a game like destiny not to bring up Destiny into this for no reason, but Mm -hmm. they're like Destiny. They have Eververse and they have their kind of loot boxes where you get Mm -hmm. like you get one with every level or you can buy them and you unlock cosmetic stuff. But they also sell the stuff in the store, they sell it for silver directly. So every week that inventory changes, so you can explicitly use money to buy what you want real money or they'll sell it at some point every season for bright dust, which is the in game earnable stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like That doesn't feel as bad to me, because I'm getting these boxes all the time, and if I really want something, I can pay cash for it, or if it's available in the store and I've been playing the game enough, which I usually do, I can just buy it with Bright Dust, you know? And so, I don't care about the boxes there, because sure, if I get it early, great, now I just don't have to spend 3,000 Bright Dust on it, but if I want to spend the Bright Dust to guarantee I get this thing, it's there. You know? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that a lot of the loot box games miss out on. Like, that's why Overwatch, I don't think, is too bad. Because Overwatch will give you the coins, and then eventually you just buy the thing you want.
1: And you can earn all the stuff to get the... But you know what's the best part? I think Overwatch does it really good. Is there's no... There's no, like... Like, so... Like you know, there's different currency you buy in like Destiny or like a lot of MMOs. So like the currency you buy with real money is a specific currency, and they don't mix over. It. What I like about Overwatch is the currency is the same. You buy the currency, or you can earn the currency in game, and you buy well, you your don't, skins.
0: Yeah, you don't buy the currency. All you do in Overwatch is buy loot boxes. Well, loot boxes for X yeah, amount of dollars. Right. There's no currency to deal but, but, with. like for you that. buy
1: the loot boxes, or you get the loot boxes from like leveling up.
0: Yeah. And stuff, yeah, so like I think those games are like good examples of like how to do it right, air quotes, and like that's the. Thing I think right is a
1: fair is a fair assessment yeah. because I have no, I'm no I'm I'm never complaining as an adult who like doesn't have the time to put fifty hours in any game I want to play, but I still want cool shit. I have no problem with shelling out an extra ten dollars to get something I really want, but the problem is when it's. A part of the gameplay that's when it's like okay
0: yeah no i get what Not you really. mean it, it would be like if overwatch was like hey you know we're releasing a new hero into this exclusive set of loot boxes
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you have a chance to get them or cosmetics for them and then what if you get a whole bunch of stuff for them but still haven't unlocked them you know yeah or like if destiny was suddenly like hey here's this loot box only gun Hope you like guns. It, it would be like if Destiny started selling guns in, yeah, in the Eververse the problem, store. Right. And that's an issue. And that's one thing that they said they will not do. And like that's why I don't care. It, the moment you start putting gameplay in a loot box, it's over.
1: That's the issue because now you run into...
0: That's the like, problem with like the auction house for Diablo 3. Mm-hmm. You put gameplay behind a currency.
1: Especially any game where it's supposed to be competitive. Now you're essentially now you're making the game pay to win. Now you're putting yeah. it for people for for you to be able to know how this works, you have to pay money. And it's like that's not if your game is competitive, you should be able to effectively function at competi at competition level for just buying the game.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. You know, and so if you're gonna
1: put anything behind a wall, you could do it from experience. I, I'm not mad at that. But the best competitive games are tend to be just even at the start. Anything required for gameplay is available at the beginning. Yeah. Hence Overwatch. Hence CS:GO. All this stuff. Like all the guns all the, are free. Well, everything. Uh, like uh,
0: yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. CS:GO is just skins. You're right.
1: It's just skins.
0: Yeah. Um. I I just like if loot boxes wouldn't be such a bad thing. If they just stopped putting gameplay in there and just never did it from the start,
1: you know, for sure. I mean, it's just like there's a lot like there's like like the best example would be of this is like there's a lot of places online that you could play poker and you could customize your card. So your hand looks different and the and the felt and stuff. So characters, when they come play at your table, you see all this and they're playing for real money and stuff. But you can't buy like the card you need in the middle of the game. You know yeah. what I mean? No,
0: I, I know exactly what you mean.
1: And if those shady-ass sites that are gambling with money and stuff have some sort of, like, rule system, I don't. I just don't see why video game developers can't get that stuff down and have that rule system where it's like... Like, your gameplay stuff shouldn't be behind a paywall.
0: No, never. <sighs>
1: and... EA a lot of times feels like they're trying to tote that line. Like, how much of the gameplay stuff can be put behind the paywall? What What would they let us get away with? What if we
0: just put a whole mode behind the paywall? Ultimate Team. Mm -hmm. That's basically it. It's just, what if we took a section of our game and just built a big paywall into it? Anyway, we could talk about loot boxes all day. Let's not go down this rabbit hole. Let's go down a different rabbit hole instead. Um... I mean, rabbits
1: like holes. Uh,
0: Epic, not Epic, excuse me, uh, Valve, one of the developers of Steam recently took a look back on the company's Epic Store exclusivity comments. So as you remember earlier this year, um, when everything kind of went down with Metro Exodus and it was two weeks before Mm -hmm. release and it switched over to the Epic Game Store um, Valve put out a message on the game's page where they said it was unfair that they were changing stores so late in the process. They said it was unfair. I agree. Yep. Unfortunately, uh, and this was, oh on, who is this person speaking to Kotaku? This is a Kotaku article during Valve's uh, event in Seattle last week. Steam business developer and designer Nathaniel Blue. Uh, said the company did not intend to legitimize the outsized backlash to X ex- uh, to Metro Exodus's Epic Game Store exclusivity. Exclusivity, you can't read today. When it put a comment on the Steam page, so here's what Blue said: I don't think that was our intent to upset people. Uh, it wasn't the intent of the message. It was more about the timing. The game was about to launch, and then it was exclusive. Um, so, that was the only goal of that. What came out of that was not what we expected. It wasn't meant to be this lightning rod. So, effectively... Chunk of the Valve comment here. The decision to remove the game uh, is unfair to Steam customers. Especially after a long pre-sale period. That's what kind of kick-started the whole rhetoric of... you know The Epic Games Store is unfair. Things like that. Um, not saying that there isn't truth to that. But Valve is kind of coming back now and saying... You know, we be- we still believe in that, but we didn't want to add legitimacy to this unnecessary hatred and you know the the volatile nature that has surrounded it since then. So like valve regrets that they got involved in the in that portion of it, but obviously they still very much believe that, hey, it was not a good move to just pull the game from Steam that late in the process. Which I agree with, um, and, and that's I mean. the thing is it's hard because like Valve has to protect the integrity of their store, um, and and it's not like they're not working on it, you know, for what it's worth, and not even to really bring it into a, a, a not to make it a competition here or anything, but um, Valve is where is it? It's on here. Um, I put it on. Here we go. Uh, the Steam Library uh, and Events overhaul is coming this month, so Valve is completely redoing the Steam Library, uh, and they're adding a like. So when you click on a game now, you know how it shows you like w- when you go on Steam. Pull up Steam real quick, Nat. hmm And you know, like, do you have it in the list or do you show the icons and stuff?
1: I have the display of the thumbnail, the, like the thumbnail and stuff. Yeah.
0: Can you view it as like the detail view real quick? Yeah. Okay, so you see how that is, and you click on a game. You see how it shows you, like, your achievements, recent news, things like that? hmm Okay, so click on this article that I'm on right here. And look at the image in here. So the idea is they're going to take that side panel. They're going to leave the list of games there. But they're going to add this What's New section, where at the top of your library, you'll be able to see update, Kind of like what Discord does. When you open Discord, and it shows you updates for games you've been playing recently... Steam's Mm -hmm. gonna do that and when you click on a game Steam is going to give developers direct access to you in terms of like if they want to talk about an update you know how normally you have to go to the store page to see like new updates and things like that you Mm -hmm. can just see it right there the developers will now have the ability to speak directly to the consumer who has already purchased their game on Steam which I think is a really good idea this is something they've been talking about for a little while um
1: I think it like it's. It doesn't make sense why this hasn't been a thing already. You know what I mean? But, you know.
0: Yeah. Like, it, it, it's something that takes time, and I understand that. But, you know, and, and that's the thing is, you know, people want to know why Steam's doing what they're doing or why Valve is charging what they charge. And it's like, well, they're moving their store forward. You know, they're trying to build a cutting-edge storefront. They're trying to stay... Ahead of everybody else, which I think is the right thing to do, and you know, it, it's. I can't wait till this whole mess is done. I can't wait until the Epic Game Store has finally established itself to the point where exclusives is no longer a viable option, and just like let the storefronts be the storefronts. This is this whole arms race. Of, I don't have, have just a problem. The money I don't even have as... a...
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't have the problem with the exclusives per se the problem is like just like I don't know if you remember but a little while back remember when all the the streaming services were getting established like Spotify Apple Music and everything and Tidal and then they would pay for an exclusive so I will the only people getting hurt are the fans yeah because it's like I use this store now that means I can't play this game
0: yeah I mean yeah
1: you know what I mean
0: I I think even then like the music stuff was much more of a big thing because that's a, that, that's behind a paywall where at least yeah. the epic game store is not behind a paywall
1: yeah but like but yeah no i, I get it what doesn't you mean, matter for somebody like us because we're adults but i'm thinking about in a situation for like kids like imagine kids with no credit card they their grandma buys them like a hundred dollar steam card and they're like oh, i'm gonna wait for this game to come out i'm gonna buy it this then the other and they and then they find out that this theme card they can't use to get the game they want anymore right. you know yeah, what i mean Because
0: it's not on that service anymore
1: Exactly. Yeah, I get that. That's the type of situ. That's the people I feel like it affects the most. You know what I mean? I agree. Because not for nothing for us, it's just like, I'll just go fucking by it. You know what I mean? But, you know.
0: Yeah, I just like... I just don't think... Like, on PC, the ecosystem that it is, I just don't think the right move is to lock things to certain programs because, like, people, you know... Yeah, Steam's been around for a while, but nobody's ever... It's not that Steam doesn't have challengers. It's just that nobody's Mm. ever put the investment into properly challenge Steam. Let's be real, when it comes down to that, and it's because, like, people like EA and Ubisoft... They don't have to because they they drive their own sales with their own games. They don't have to mm-hmm. compete in terms of function because. And they don't
1: even want to put other games on their storefront. Oh, it's they do. Just
0: no, EA does. EA sells like a bunch that's of games. Not developed stuff. by yeah. EA? You can buy Final Fantasy know. fifteen on Origin. You can buy all the. Like, Square Enix. Square Enix games are available day and date on Origin. You know? I um, did not know that. Yeah. Again. Oh stand by. Bye, bye, bye. Sorry, my phone was on. Um I just think it's such an unnecessary level of like absurdity that it's like now we have to open because the- that's the thing is like Valve never tried to stop anybody from selling their games on other stores. Valve was like, "Hey, you can have you play. You have Uplay? Great. We'll open your game through Uplay, sell it on Steam. Whatever. Not a big deal. You know? It's just Epic Game Store is just coming out here, and they're it, it. It's not even that like they're getting these exclusives. It's just that they they have this like go it alone kind of mentality to them, where they're just like it needs to be us or no one. That's the it's it, it's a toxic culture. It's us or no or not you know it's only us or not at all you know and whatever. Because,
1: like, if they were doing, like, skins or something for their platform or something like that, I wouldn't even care. Like, you know what I mean? But,
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Homeworld 3 was recently announced by Gearbox. They announced it at PAX West. Development is being handled by Blackbird Interactive, who do who did the remasters for the first two Homeworld games and also made the Homeworld prequel, Deserts of Karak, which is a very good game. Um, they're bringing it to Fig, which I, I'll never understand why these big publishers insist on bringing their games to crowdfunding sources. Like...
1: They think that's uh, the... I think, it's, some I think it's
0: crazy enough that Gearbox put a game in early access, you know, and they're a big publisher. Like, you should just make the game. But, you know, Risk of Rain is a different story because it's an indie. They're just, like, doing some publishing, whatever. I forgive that. But, like, these publishers that are just like, hey, give us money in advance for a game that's not even anything more than a twinkle in an eye, you know? Why? Why do you need to crowdfund? You're a publisher. That's what you do, is you have the money to make the game. You shouldn't have to crowdfund it. Like, if EA crowdfunded a video game, the the world would riot. They'd be like, who the hell do you think you are? If Blizzard tried to crowdfund the next Diablo, nobody's gonna support that. You know, because it's stupid. It's like, don't you have money? I don't know. I'll never understand why big publishers have to crowdfund stuff. But... It is
1: what it is. I don't think it's even the problem of crowdfunding. It's more so getting on the platform that's used to put, like, shine on small, like, indie creators. It's like, oh, here's this behemoth, crowdfund this thing. It's like, if they was like, hey, buy into this game, we want to do this, but we don't think there's an audience. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's the main reason why people do that is to be like, hey, we want to do this, but we don't want to jump commit to putting all the money behind it we want to make sure there's an audience first that's what i would assume
0: i get that but but like you would have the thing is is they have the 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 sales numbers for the remasters they have the sales numbers for the i mean i don't think it's a
1: one-to-one for for this game specifically i am just speaking with publishers putting stuff on crowdfunding in general
0: i just don't think big publishers should be crowdfunding i i don't think that's I think that's just an excuse. Like, yeah, you can make the argument they want to see if there's a market for it. But honestly, that's a bad in- that's a bad indicator of the market. Because only the diehard of diehards, the people who would have bought it anyway, are the people who are going to crowdfund it. Mm-hmm. So all you're doing is you're just establishing that, yes, these people who we already knew were going to buy this game are going to just buy this game two years early. Or however long it is the the casual audience who's going to see this game on Steam on release day and just says this looks cool let me buy this or on epic games store or wherever it is they're not crowdfunding they're not in that ecosystem like mm-hmm. it, I, I, it's a it's a very flawed logic to be like look at this crowdfunding like me like bloodstained look at bloodstained. I only know about blood. I only knew about Gl- Bloodstain being crowdfunded because all the games media was talking about it. Castlevania Symphony of the Night, like directors out here, he's making this new game, and it's like Symphony of the Night. And I'm like, fucking yes, I'm there. Let's do this. But that's because I'm in that, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: D- you know, half the people in the world, you know, who would, who would be interested in that game probably still don't even know it exists because they just haven't looked for it. You know, they don't know that guy's name. They don't, you know. They're not looking at Kickstarter and things like that. They're not looking at the game stuff every day, but they might like that game you know
1: mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, they gotta bring they gotta bring uh Rusty's real deal baseball to switch side note
0: <laughs> yeah, I just figure marketing is always going to be their best tool and like I don't think crowdfunding is effective enough marketing like they i I think that's really it is they just want early marketing for free. But crowdfunding is not the advertisement that they're looking for. Um, let's keep going down the line here. So, CD Projekt Red is officially making more Witcher and Cyberpunk games in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. They so, moved to a two studio format.
0: Yep. So, they're going to be making, I, I would assume, sequels or spin offs of these games. For the foreseeable future.
1: Well, I would assume that just means they're as they're closing up on Cyberpunk, they have a they have a branch of a team getting the groundwork down for Witcher is what I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, maybe alternate or whatever, but um, yeah, I imagine there's going to be a small team working on either one at any given time. Just that's what I was saying. Yeah, they're, they're very successful. You franchises. know, you know, that's
1: the only game I'm looking forward to now that I have Catherine. So
0: Cyberpunk. Um
1: yeah, Cyberpunk's like the only game I I'm know, looking don't know, Cyberpunk,
0: like, it had that really good showing last year when I watched that, like, gameplay demo, that 40-minute thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like they've kind of been trying to walk some of that stuff back a little bit, and so, like, I'm, I'm a little more lukewarm on that game the longer they talk about it. I don't know because, like, how
1: I'm- much they're walking back, per se, but if it's just Witcher with guns...
0: That's not that's not enough for me because I've never I've never been crazy about The Witcher's gameplay.
1: See, I, I I like The Witcher's gameplay, so you know I'm cool. I'm cool either way. I just want those. I just want that and good story with interact like cool interaction, and that's it. I'm cool. Like that's all I need, and that's what I like from that studio. So I'm on board. But but yeah, um, I don't know why why. Where I was going with that, but yeah,
0: um, I didn't have I was starting
1: and saying something. What were we talking about? What? what we were talking why did about we start
0: talking about The Witcher and Cyberpunk? Because
1: i will move to two studios. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they initially following them before they had a small team just writing and stuff, and then they got some people doing artwork. And then when they fully developed, they just like, okay, now we're done with Witcher. We're going to bring everybody onto this. And it was like maybe a team of like 12 people. And I think now they moved like 50 people to doing Witcher stuff. And they're like just doing story and stuff until they get everything together. And then they're going to move the rest of the guys over to just all hands-on Witcher. And then I think that's the cycle they're going to start going with. Yeah. But, you know, I really like CD Projekt Red. And this is going to be their chance to solidify if, if Witcher is just lightning in a bottle or do they got something you know what i mean yeah so
0: um i didn't pull this but i just saw this and was aren't they aren't
1: they publishing the baldur's gate thing the baldur's gate remake that the people who worked on divinity is putting out no okay uh
0: actually i don't know who's publishing that um I don't know what it's called. Wow! But... I type in Baldur's Gate 3, and would you believe me if the first result was actually the canceled third game? Mm. <laughs> the canceled third game from Black Isle Studios <laughs> and Interplay?
1: What's the new one that's coming out? Because everybody uh, keeps talking Larian
0: about it. Larian is uh, apparently publishing it themselves. Okay. Larian is self-publishing. Okay, cool. Good on them. Um. But yeah, so... Um... Ikumi Nakamura, uh, veteran of Ghostwire, of uh, Ghostwire developer Tango GameWorks. Uh, you know the um, God, what's his name? I'm so bad at remembering all these people's names. Uh, Shinji, mm-hmm. uh, Shinji Mikami, uh, the Resident Evil guy. Um, she she was the the really fun person who was on the stage announcing Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, At E3, during the Bethesda Conference. Uh, She is leaving Ghostwire Games after nine years. She is a veteran of Okami, Bayonetta, and Resident Evil 2. So, she has uh, had her hand in a lot of highly successful games. Some all-time greats, really. Uh, So, it'll be interesting to see where she goes from there. But, I know she was... It was her and Keanu Reeves were a lot of people's favorite moments from E3. Um, cause she was just very, she was very fun, very entertaining on the stage. Um, so I'm sure they are sad to see her go. Mm-hmm. Uh, also Remedy, we talked last. I mean, they th- were on
1: stage for cyberpunk, right? Who? Uh, I mean, that's from, I think Keanu Reeves was on stage for cyberpunk. Correct. Right. And what was she on stage for? Uh,
0: goes, uh, to Bethesda. Okay, cool. Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. The new game from the Evil Within Studios. Mm-hmm. Um so we talked last week, we mentioned that control is not running especially well on the base model Xbox 1 or base model PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh Remedy is saying that they are working on fixing some of the game's most unusual problems according to an article here on Polygon. Um They're saying the PC version has its own problems. Here, I had no issues on PC. Um, uh, I guess with the RTX graphics cards, maybe people are having issues. Um, But yeah, the performance is real bad on the base model consoles. I've heard as low as 10 FPS. So, it's something that really needs to be fixed. And they said it's going to take some time. But they are working on trying to address some of that. Which it'll probably go a long way because this is easily one of the year's best games and I think they want as many people enjoying it as possible.
1: I mean, I have it and I'm going to play it on a a base model PS4 I mean PS3 when it comes I mean PS4 when it comes in.
0: Uh, A base model PS3 definitely will not run that game. Mm -hmm. Just throwing that out there. Um, You remember that game we were talking about last yeah, last week Gloria Saga that total like Warcraft ripoff?
1: Mm, yes Yes. the chinese game yes
0: uh it's gone they pulled it offline right after blizzard sued them they just took it all down (laughs) it is inaccessible i mean like i said the only
1: problem is that they tried to bring it outside of china because those games live and thrive inside of china they even shut
0: down the chinese version that's cool that's interesting yeah, that's, that's so a, they took to their official Facebook page. It's probably going to
1: pop back up under another name. So,
0: due to some but, irresistible know. reasons, we decided to announce that the game will stop operating at 6 o'clock on the 29th of August uh, and that all servers will be closed. Players can't log in any longer. So, apparently you can still, or at at the time of Polygon publishing this article, you could still download the game, but you could not sign in. So, you couldn't actually play it. So, Blizzard one that's how you know you're in the wrong, like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but if they shut it down in China, too, they obviously had some belief that Blizzard was willing to take that as far as they could. Mm-hmm. yeah, um so we had a couple of things. I'm kinda gonna jump around a little bit here, uh. We talked about Overwatch coming to Switch. There's a new Plants vs. Zombies shooter game. You remember the Garden Warfare franchise? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I like Plants vs. Zombies. They kind of moved on from that. So there's a new shooter. It's kind of. I never
1: played the Garden Warfare
0: version. It's Plants vs. Zombies: Battle for the Battle for Neighborville. Um, it is kind of like Garden Warfare, but it sounds like it's very expanded. Um. There's new characters. There's new co-op classes. Um. There are f- some free roam maps. Uh, it's still got like the versus gameplay looks things like, like that.
1: This looks like Fortnite.
0: It looks kind of like a hero shooter, you know. But Plants vs Zombies. Yeah, I don't
1: care. I'm not interested.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, it looks good. Like it, it visually, it looks good. Um. Uh, yeah, it looks cool
1: but not interested.
0: Yeah, it's a I think it's going to be free to play and it doesn't officially launch until October 18th, but you can purchase a oh, 29.99 founders pack, gain instant I'm even access less interested to now. 6 weeks of special pre-launch content. Uh the first week uh gives players the Turf Takeover player versus player map, uh the plant side free roaming zone. Town Center and a special Fire Defender customization reward. Oh boy. Subsequent weeks will add more content leading up to the launch on October 18th. Um, I mean, it looks cool. It looks cool. Why not? I'm, I'm not gonna spend $30 on this game but when it comes out for free, maybe I'll check it out. It looks entirely unoffensive. I'm okay with it. Um, God, I don't want to save like all the bad stuff for last, but I really just don't even. I might not even talk about it. Uh, Capcom just bullet point through them. Capcom is showing a new Resident Evil game uh, ahead of Tokyo mm-hmm. Game Show. So on September 9th, they're going to show Project Resistance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some people think it's going to be a multiplayer game, like a co-op game. Like, a lot of people are talking about, like, there was a PS2 game that was kind of like this. There are some thumbnails, and apparently, according to this Twitter thread, there is definitely four-player co-op.
1: Yep, it's probably going to be a Left 4 (laughs) Dead-esque Resident Evil game.
0: Why not, you know? Especially if it's running in, like, the RE2 engine.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like, why, why, why not? Um... Resident Evil Outbreak, that was the game. Online survival horror game released in 2003 for the PlayStation 2. Yeah, um... Yeah, so... uh, Resident Evil. It's it's what everybody wants now. Resident Evil's probably at, like, peak popularity since, what, the 90s? Or, like, the mid-early 2000s?
1: Peak popularity since Resident Evil 4. Even though I think 5 is really good. Yeah. I don't think you don't fuck with that game.
0: Oh, man. Um, we touch a little on Destiny here. They showed off... Um, or people found new exotics in the game at the Destiny 2 PAX 2019 build. Uh, including a pretty snazzy looking rocket launcher, the Deathbringer. Um, which looks just real cool. Uh, if I say so myself... Uh, it has some interesting perks. Uh, it, it fires an explosive that you can detonate before it impacts. And the further it goes, it'll drop these void orbs. Uh, and the the further the void orbs fall, the more damage they deal. Um, there's a new machine gun called the Bug LMG. It's going to have some crazy stuff. Uh, its main perk is pyrotoxin rounds. The gun fires explosive ammunition. It only has 13 rounds in the magazine, but does very high damage. So it's basically like an automatic sniper. The Divinity Trace Rifle, which is something that they've talked about. It's going to make every hit basically like a critical hit. And there's a rumor that the first gun you ever picked up in Destiny, like in D1 in that first mission, they're going to bring that back as an exotic, similar to what they did in the original Destiny. There's some exotic armor. They saw the raid collection um it's cool stuff uh i'm excited for that as always it's nice when bungie you know doesn't try and hide that stuff and we get something to be excited about uh before we get into any of the crazy stuff one uh exciting this is the one i was talking about just before we started recording that uh days gone is getting a new game plus mode next week and i am right. totally going to play through days gone again
1: going say you really like that game, i so, really yeah.
0: like that game so they're gonna let you bring that in makes sense they're gonna let you bring in like all your upgrades from the sound of it so you'll have the better motorcycle from the start better guns from the start uh all the faction cred that you um work that you did so i'm super excited like i really really like days gone And the problem, it's not really a problem, but the problem is you get a lot of really strong guns after you finish the game when you start completing storylines that can only really be finished after you finish the game. So, like, I've got all these great guns, but I don't have as much stuff to do with them. So starting over and having all these really good guns and melee weapons and stuff and then being able to bring those into a new game plus sounds like I need to play Days Gone again.
1: You could be the hero you always wanted to be. From the beginning. Exactly. You no, know,
0: Days Gone is a really good game. Like Days Gone is up there for me. Like, like that and Fire Emblem, that Fire Emblem control are easily like my top three so far this year. And then like the order of them is like, it's whichever one I played most recently. <laughs> What if it feels we do like. end
1: of the year list, I'm only putting games I completed on that list. And Catherine's the only game on that list right now. So. You
0: can put. I'm not. It's that's not a list. <laughs> you might as well write a final say for Catherine. That's two paragraphs. I'll save you some writing. You oh, can man, have that's... favorite games that you didn't finish.
1: Nah, my end my end of year list is Catherine as of right now. Unless I beat Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem might make it on that Listen, list as man, well.
0: Uh, okay. I'm not letting you do a list unless you put at least five games on it. <laughs> I don't care if you finish them. I just need you to like games. If there are five games that you liked enough to add to a list, that's okay.
1: I mean, if I didn't like them enough to finish them, did I really like them?
0: Yes, you. Yes, because you just don't finish games except Catherine. Apparently, <laughs> Catherine's the first game you finished in like two years.
1: <laughs> no, I finished a game. I finished the game last year and i finished a game earlier this year too
0: uh, you said last week you had not finished a game since like 2017
1: yeah i realized i i i played through a game again and i don't know if that counts but
0: i mean i technically in the spirit of finishing i played a game, through yes. jet set radio again. oh no that doesn't count get out of here with your nonsense yeah, that does. and i'm just saying that's <laughs> recently but i wasn't
1: counting that
0: nah man you got to pick five games you liked this year, and then you can do a list. Um, Alright, so two quick articles we're going to go down because this wouldn't be an episode of the Half Gen Podcast if people weren't doing stupid shit and we talked about it. Um, Popular streamer Tifu, who I think is technically the most popular streamer on Twitch right now with Ninja leaving, um, may be getting his third and final strike on Twitch because he used the N-word on stream. Again, I don't even know who that is. He's a Fortnite player, but he was playing Minecraft when he did it this time. Um, he has used multiple slurs to the ter- to the point where his stream has been banned twice, and theoretically, Twitch has a three He's
1: streaming sh- right now.
0: Yeah, Twitch has a three strikes and you're out policy. So they did not. They have not commented on this yet. Nor have they talked about it. Like they haven't done anything about it yet. Here's the thing. Anybody else would probably be gone, but now he's their biggest streamer. And the last thing Twitch wants to do is after leaving Nin- after seeing Ninja go. I you know yeah, he's ultimately Fortnite yeah, right ultimately now. he's going to go to Mixer. And if if Mixer was you know if Microsoft was paying attention and Tifu tried to go to Mixer, and he got banned from Twitch, Mixer would say no. Like, I really think the two platforms should be together in that regard. Like, look, if we thought this person was worth banning from our platform, they should be worth banning on yours. So... I just
1: think, I think if he does, if he does get banned on Twitch, what's gonna happen is... He's gonna go to Mixer, and Mixer's just gonna be very hard. So, like, if he gets one strike, they're gonna just ban him instantly. You know what I mean?
0: Maybe. I just think the right thing to do. And is Mixer's
1: rules are like are like w- way stricter than Twitch.
0: He'll go. He'll still have YouTube because Google's not gonna care.
1: Yeah, um, Google's too big to care. Yeah, um, yeah, he's streaming right now. He just died in Fortnite. Yeah. Um. The next biggest streamer after him is Shroud, so... Yeah, there is, a um, I I mean, Overwatch League is technically bigger, but... Yeah,
0: there's a link if you want to click uh, the little Reddit part. You can see the clip of what happened.
1: I don't actually want to see it. Yeah. But, you know.
0: Yeah, he did it I'll in Minecraft, it. and he definitely said the N-word. And, yeah, so... It'll be interesting to see how Twitch handles that, if they are truly willing to ban their current most popular streamer. I mean, I think that's the ultimate, uh...
1: This recommended channels thing is weird.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: Twitch, it's like exclusively Fortnite.
0: So, last week we talked about multiple allegations brought against members of multiple studios and the like. Um, one of them was Alec Holokwa, who was, uh, accused by Zoe Quinn of emotional and sexual abuse. He was a member of the Night in the Woods development team. They have since cut ties. And according to Kotaku, um, he is, as of Saturday morning, last Saturday, he is no longer with us. Uh, The source being his sister. So that came days after the allegations. This is a quote from his sister. Alec my brother and best friend, passed away this morning. This was on Twitter. Um, Those who know me will know that I believe survivors and I have always done everything I can to support survivors, um, those suffering from mental illnesses, and those with chronic illnesses. Alec was a victim of abuse and he also spent a lifetime battling mood and personality disorders. I will not pretend that he was not also responsible for causing harm, but deep down he was a person who only wanted to offer people care and kindness. It took him a while to figure out how. So uh, she added that her brother had spent the last few days getting support from crisis services. Um, and she said in recent years, her brother had become a new person and was working towards rehabilitation and a better life. Then the allegations came out, and here we are. It is... I mean, that's sad. It is, it is but, sad, and it's... You know. It doesn't... This, I don't think this makes anyone feel Okay. I don't think this makes the victims feel okay. This obviously doesn't make the family feel okay. Um, you know, because like... It's just... Un- I'm, it's all, I'm
1: all for people, you know, paying for their, their crimes. I just don't like how sometimes like, like... There's certain stuff like R. Kelly probably deserves to lose everything, but there's certain stuff where like if somebody's showing remorse and actually trying to be a better person... I don't want to say just blindly take their word for it but like you know like at least give them a chance obviously on a strict like ring you know what I mean but if somebody's actively trying to be a better person you know
0: yeah because
1: I just think those who do that type of stuff like you don't do stuff like that without having a mental illness of some sort you know what I mean. In most cases. Yeah. So.
0: And, you know, and it's it's tough because, like, you know, not all mental illnesses are created equal. So you also don't want to lump, like, a bunch of people in here who don't belong in that. No, for sure. But, I mean, like, any I system what, I feel I, like is going to take mean. advantage yeah, I, of. I, I understand what? what you mean. And, like, you know, a mental illness is not carte blanche to just do whatever. But, you know, there's... Exactly. There's... it's Like, we're he should operating definitely in this still pay
1: for his, his crimes, you know what I mean, but... But I do feel like a lot of times the way we go about punishing people for stuff like that is like, I don't want to say death sentence, but it's like.
0: I think it's just the public ridicule. It's because it's all on mm-hmm. the internet and it's there for everybody to see, and it just keeps coming yeah. back, you know. And so that that's the thing, and
1: it makes it really hard if somebody's trying to change their life to just es- be presented. Especially with it if this all the is a thing
0: that like. And again, I'm not saying that this makes it okay, but if this is something that they had kind of put behind them and been like, no, like... If that was an experience that they learned from and mm. took that to heart, like, the reaction from that person and said, you know what? From here on out, I'm going to be a better person. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, it's back again after you've worked so hard on making those changes. That's that's devastating, mm. you know? And I'm not, I'm not trying to victimize the victims no for sure 100 that is not what i'm trying to do but you know it's it's just it's unfortunate for for everybody top to bottom like for
1: most people like most people have done some shitty things and not i don't say shitty things but like growing up like you might have said something to somebody that you're like thank god they weren't like suicidal or something they might have hurt themselves because i was in a bad mood or something and then you learn from that and like you don't want, like, you never want to be, like, I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was in, like, middle school or something. But as in middle middle school, me probably said some fucked up things to some people. You know what I mean? Just because I thought I was being attacked, so I felt like I needed to go to the wall. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't want to be held to those stuff as, as this. But then I also understand if somebody who felt like somebody put them in that predicament or was putting a specific predicament from somebody you want them to pay for their crimes i just don't know if i ever want anybody to die from i feel like that's like reserved for like the real like shitty people you know what i mean truly
0: evil individuals exactly yeah and you know like it- there's
1: some sort of pattern there like clear like like clearly with the express goal of taking advantage of people you know what i mean yeah um so it sucks. RIP to that dude, man. Yeah. I hope the victims, you know, don't... Like, I just hope this doesn't put the victims of his in a bad situation yeah, as like, well. You know what I, I mean? I
0: don't... I, you know, this...
1: Because I, I, I've seen weird stuff where now people... I I, I don't want this, them to feel vindicated. Up we live in I don't a, want
0: them to feel, like, vindicated. Like, ha, huh, you know, this is... This is, you know... I don't mm-hmm. want this to be vindication I mean, for them I because can't, that's, not, that's not the way to get I it. I
1: hope... I would hope that the victim doesn't feel like that. You know yeah. what I mean? I could never tell anybody how to feel, especially when they've been put through something that they didn't ask to be put through. So I don't I don't know if I don't I would say the like they could feel however they want to feel, but hopefully they'd be a big enough person to to, to realize that this couldn't be what yeah, they wanted that this, because this essentially isn't what they wanted. When they, when they said crimes, what they said. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just would hope that People now, people who might be fans of this guy might not, won't be like, "Oh, he killed himself" because you now try to push more yeah, stuff on no, these victims. Don't which,
0: victimize the victims again. You know, this is this yeah, is that's just what I'm definitely.
1: I just we just live in a weird place right now where I could see that being a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotcha. So.
0: Alright, so before we wrap up, I'm just going to throw it out there. If anybody in chat has any questions, comments, anything for us right now, now is the time to put them in the chat. Um, But um, otherwise, uh, for anybody who missed it, I want to take a moment on the podcast here to shout out uh, a friend of the stream and now a a kind of freelance, a little freelance position. Uh, Many in the stream will know him as Dragon Craze. Um, but Charles uh, recently posted his first article for Half Gen, the final say for Exanima. Um, now nah, I'm not going to answer your question in chat.
1: <laughs> oh, question from its comic kid. Do you like Catherine Fullbody? Why? Yes, I do. It's comic kid. <laughs> There's
0: a question for you in chat. You know, I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so that's... Uh, we're hoping that Charles will eventually become a... As as far as, you know, we consider it full-time. Uh, but uh, a permanent member of Half-Gen in the future. Uh, you know, we're taking him through the process, working with him and, you know, getting him up to whatever loose standards we have. <laughs> But um, I'm looking forward to it, to having somebody else contribute, and somebody else who can, uh, you know, eventually join us on the podcast, too. That'll be exciting. Get a get a fresh perspective in here. Um, looks like it was just uh, It's Comic Kid who had the, the, the questioner. Weird. It, was, it looked a lot like Nat's name, but I guess it couldn't possibly, because, you know, Nat would know. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's Comic Kid. Yeah. I'm like, it's Comic Kid, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hmm. All right, guys, but thank you so much for being here. Thank you all for listening. Anybody who came out and watched us live, thank you so much for being here. We'll be back next week, and we have more podcast goodness for you. As long as I'm on it. I have to figure out, because if I'm saying that we're streaming, and if I'm not here, who's going to stream? It would have to be you, Nat, because Ross doesn't do it. He wouldn't know. You would have to Mm. stream the podcast.
1: How would I stream the podcast, man? Just
0: stream yourself talking on the podcast. That's what I do. Oh
1: man, that's crazy.
0: Man.
1: <laughs> Just I actually want to. I'm like, once I'm done with like the first like three routes of each character on Catherine, I want to start streaming some Catherine. Yeah. So I feel like I'm decently good at it. So you want to like get the like first real two good? levels? Oh no, I'm already like pretty good at
0: it. Okay. Um,
1: That's my game, so you know. So, gotta show gotta show love to the game. Oh, you know hold saying? on, Let let's do because no.
0: Ross has been starting this. Let's look at uh, the game releases for the coming week. Game releases September twenty nineteen. Let's see what we got. Um, why does this have to be sorted by platform? Why would you do that? Um, here we go. So, coming out this week, uh, I guess, like, as of the podcast being posted and onward, uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne and NBA 2K20 coming out September 6th. Um, So, that's going to be Friday. That's going to be the day this goes live on the site and where you enjoy your podcasts. These games will be available. Um, I'm going to touch on the big ones. I've heard a lot of good things about Greedfall. Greedfall. A lot of people comparing that to like old school Bioware RPGs. That that game kind of already has a pretty strong cult following and a lot of people singing its praises. So I might be checking that out. Um, I don't even know what that is. It's a it's an RPG. I
1: mean like I mean obviously, but like I don't know. I I haven't seen it. I think it's on Steam. You should look at it. And that's what I'm doing. I'm doing Um, right now.
0: Gears five is releasing September tenth. For... There was a... Game Pass Ultimate subscribers.
1: There was another... Uh, what you call it? Another cyberpunk moment for Gears. Because apparently you can have... Uh, a non-traditional love interest in Gears. And people are upset about it. <sighs> so,
0: you know. Um, Pro Evolution Soccer... People
1: Shitty people yeah. will keep being shitty. Yes.
0: Pro Evolution Soccer is coming out also on September 10th. So if you want the only game where I think isn't that Messi or Ronaldo now, is it Ronaldo who's exclusive to that now? I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, but then rounding the wrong person, pal. Yeah, rounding out the week next Friday. Actually, pretty big day. We got NHL 20. We got Damon X Machina coming to switch, and then we've got Borderlands 3. The Prodigal Son returns. Uh, and so, uh, anything you plan on playing that's coming out this week? Nope, no plan on playing shit. I will definitely be playing Gears 5 on the 10th. So, you can check me out, twitch.tv slash NightmareCV. I will definitely be playing Gears 5. I may be checking out Greedfall at we some point. Sh-
1: once I'm done with Control, we should figure out if we're going to play uh, State of Decay 2.
0: Oh, I'm down. Me a I'm cypher. down for that.
1: Because we should stream that. And play We last. should. I feel like, that's like... That's something we should make happen. But yeah, we should wrap this up. We're going on two hours here, Are boys. We
0: really? Did we make it? Yeah. Holy shit. No, yeah, we're wow. We're like
1: 10 minutes away.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, thank you guys all for being here. Uh, hopefully next week we'll be back with Ross and uh, a lot of exciting stuff. Keep an eye on the site um, for all the new posts coming. We're going to have final says for Wolfenstein, Control. Articles going up around those games as well. Um, we're going to have a year two in review for Destiny 2.
1: Um, Shouts out to God Troll. I hope his computer's okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fine.
1: No, nah, he said he's restoring it. And no, stuff restarting he, from like, update. It's me. a
0: new computer. You just got it today.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope
0: everything's good. I
1: hope everything's. Sweating. You know, when
0: you get a new computer, you got to update it sixty times, okay. and then all your drivers and stuff. You restart that thing forty-five times the first day.
1: Greedfall looks cool. From watching the trailer yeah. just now. It looks like some older RPGs, but with, like, some new stuff incorporated. Yeah. My favorite part of the trailer was, it was, like, IGN, Kotaku, and then it was, like, geek.com. and then <laughs> just, like, random sites. I, I love when places put stuff like yeah. that. All right, guys. Like, 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 even if it was, like, something like Half Gen, for example, I'm cool. But it was just, like, random generic names. Like, geeks.com. Vid- I like videogames.net. Like...
0: Well, that was that oh, was man. the one thing, like, because we had Gaggle back in the day, and when we made this site, mm. Ross didn't want "game" in the title, because that was a big mm. thing, because that's like what Giant Bomb was founded on, and they were like, Ross is a huge yeah. fan of Giant Bomb, and like he was like any sure, any site sure. that he made in the future, he was like, I don't want "game" in the title, <laughs> and that's why, and I don't blame him because like you look at many of those sites, and it's like, eh, you know, remember mm-hmm. IGN used to be Internet Gaming News. Yeah. Um, you know, we used to write for those gaming nerds. Oh, yeah, Half Gen's a good name. I think it's a good name.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was my whole thing. Uh, we, we're going to definitely make it to two hours now. Oh, but that yeah. was my whole thing with when naming 8-Bit Drum. Because, like... 8-Bit Drum's a good knew, name. Like, that's a good name. Yeah, just because it, it was going to be, like, games and music. That was going to be, like, pretty much it. And it was like, there we go. That was yeah, a no. Name that... You know, rolls off the tongue. It's good. I, like I think that half name. gen is good too, especially because there's no, there's nothing. It's just HalfGen.com. dot yeah. It's simple. No we, numbers. Nothing crazy. I know. What, uh, Spelled exactly the way you think it would be.
0: We told you how we came up with the name, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah, you. no, I, I just wasn't sure. Like,
1: because you was thinking up names, and I was like, oh, let me see if I could put a logo together for that. And
0: well, yeah, no, yeah, because. I just wasn't sure. Like, I know we talked about it on the podcast. And I'm like, did we do that in episode one without Nat? Or did we do it on one of them with him? The origin of the name itself. Mm. Thank you, PS4 Pro. Um, All right. That's going to do it. 100%. We're done. We're wrapping up. Thank you all for being here. Have a great day. Morning, evening, night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have a good one of it. I love you. Bye-bye. Yo,
1: if you're on the train, in a car, on a plane, on a boat, you know, safe travels and enjoy this podcast for your listening needs. With a
0: fish on your dish. I thought she was going to say dick. I don't know why. I was like, whoa. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm done. Bye-bye.